Welcome to the Gamer Mania Podcast. This week, it's all about Red Dead Redemption 2 because it's coming out October 26th and we need to prepare. Gamer Mania! What's up, everybody? This is your host, Chris Pounders. I'm back with another Gamer Mania episode, and this week it's all about Red Dead Redemption 2. And this is uh, such a huge game for Rockstar. In fact, they hope to shift and change the gaming industry itself with this release. And man, if that doesn't hype you up, I don't know what will. I spent the week digging through tons of videos, tons of Red Dead videos on YouTube, just bleeding my eyes out, trying to get as much information as I can on this game so that I can get excited with you guys and tell you everything that we know so far. So without further ado, let's start the show. Show. We are in the dawn of Rockstar's epic game. It's going to fuck shit up. Well, that's what they're saying, right? They're saying this is going to change the industry. Um, Their most ambitious, largest open world that they've ever made. And it's interesting, right? Because this is coming from the team that makes, or the company, I should say, that makes Grand Theft Auto, which is like the king of open world. Um, and every time that there's a new Grand Theft Auto, uh, we've always experienced sort of like the next level open world. And so Skyrim uh, has done a great job. They've thrown their hat in, you know, for their immersion with their open worlds. Um, world of Warcraft is a gigantic open world. There are other open world experiences out there. But we always pay attention to Rockstar's releases because they always do so well at open worlds. Every time that Grand Theft Auto has come out, they've expanded on the idea every time. And so now we're getting this other game, um, which is based when Outlaws, uh, the Outlaw era is ending and the, and the new modern world is, is forming and eradicating, you know, eradicating all these gangs, right? There's no room for gangs when you've got all these police, uh, these government, uh, you know, um, official policemen and all, all this tax money starts, starts to flow and, and things start to get really legitimate. Right, and so these outlaws uh, are running out of room to to be able to to keep running these crime sprees, and we're sort of we're, this game takes place right there, right in that little moment, and um, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited. So, anyways, this is going to be a huge game, so they say. Um, I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped. Um, I know that this company is capable of surprising me. I know that they're capable of doing incredible shit. Uh, their games are awesome. Their games are awesome. So, they've proven it every single time we love Rockstar games. Um, anyways, so I'm so excited for this. I want to break down all the features that were also announced in the first trailer, which came out about two months ago. But then I'm also going to get into the information um, from the new trailer that was just dropped. Um, and it's just really exciting to see how they're pulling everything. Like, like Rockstar is not only trying to create the greatest you know the greatest open world game ever but they're also um you can see that they're they're trying some some new things with the way they market the game um with this narrative sort of to this trailer um which is really interesting and i'm 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 thinking that they're adding that in there because the game actually is more complicated than a triple a game normally is so which is awesome because we're gonna get like Basically, what I think is going to happen is we're going to get this really in-depth Western sort of, you know, open world experience. Um, and if it's got a ton of depth into it, that that's that's the stuff that I get hooked on. That's the stuff that really gets me addicted to a game is when there's a lot of little details. Um, that's the stuff that really hooks me. 
Um, and it's usually where all the meta game stuff is, very all the end game, you know, is all in the stats and and the depth. Anyways, so this game could be, you know, it could be complex in some ways. It could be very fun on the outside, but on the inside, there's a lot to do, a lot to learn, um, and a lot to explore, secrets to find, um, stories to un- un- uncover. Uh, anyways, you get what I'm saying, right? There's so much more to this, and so having that narrative um, as you're watching that trailer, it almost just kind of walks you through what the hell you're seeing. Because some, you know, I bet you they watched it uh, without a narrator, and they probably were like, cool, I see what's going on, but how is that telling, like, the consumer? consumer like what they're getting right and so this so this trailer which i mean we're probably going to see more like this more companies will probably dish out these narrative trailers now because rockstar is doing it right well we'll see how it turns out but without a doubt this game is going to sell like hotcakes on day one right we're gonna i mean i mean who knows it's it's like now it's all about how many millions will this sell it's not even a question of will it break the million mark right it's probably already got over a million pre-sales who knows um I wouldn't be surprised. Who's not going to want to play this game the day it comes out? So last episode, I talked about how I wasn't going to pre-order this uh, because I thought maybe I was going to wait till PC. But I, I, you guys, I don't think I can wait till PC. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can stomach the wait. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch every Twitch streamer, um, every YouTube video, just all ha- you know, watch all these people having a great time in this game, and I'm like, well, I'm waiting for PC. So I think I'm gonna just, I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna go in for the kill. I'm gonna go in for the PS4 edition. Ah, oh, I'm gonna have to buy it again on PC. I love playing on the PC. I love the option of just Bluetoothing a controller, go to keyboard and mouse. Anyways, um, I'm old school like that. I love the keyboard and mouse. I love consoles too, but the keyboard and mouse is great. So much control. Let's break this game down. The first thing I want to bring up is this game has lots of different types of areas to explore. And this actually surprised me um, because coming off as a Western, you don't think that it has this many different types of areas. So check this out. You've got mountains, um, which are obvious. I knew about that. But forests, which I didn't think. Um, you've got swamps. Uh, you've got desert areas. And you and so okay, so the swamps and forests were kind of surprising. Uh, that that was actually exciting to hear. Um, that's just going to offer all kinds of different types of animals and situations and types of people. Um, so man, super excited. Also, there are small like little you know um, stock towns, you know, with just animals like little little farm villages and little towns, and then you've got the more modern cities that are growing and expanding. Um, and I wonder, I wonder how that'll happen in the game. Will we witness uh, the transformation of this in the game, or are we sort of like as the game is happening, are there already cities that have started modernizing? So anyways, we'll have to see, right, when the game comes out. You play as Arthur Morgan. This is the main guy. He's trusted. He has tons of respect um, in the gang. But he's not the leader of the gang. I don't believe he's the leader of the gang. I think he's just one of the guys in the gang who's, like like I said, looked after. Like he's very trust, trustful and respected. Looked up to. As the, as the game progresses, as the game progresses, the gang is going to have to move. It's going to get into some heat. And it's going to have to cool off by, by finding new locations to set up camp. And this is definitely something that uh, is new uh, to this game. Um, this is only number two, which is cool. Like, this game hasn't been, like, puked out every year like Assassin's Creed has. Um, thank God, right? We're actually legitimately excited for this game. This isn't, like, the 10th one. This is just the second one on a completely new platform so yes i'm i'm definitely excited sorry back to this um the camp the gang so this is going to be a big part of the game i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this is where as soon as you log in to play after logging off like this is where it all starts and this is where it all ends probably we'll have to see but my guess is this camp is in is like really really important you're gonna be able to eat here You'll be able to sleep here. You're going to be able to do chores here. I wonder what chores is. That's kind of weird. Um, I wonder if that means that there's some sort of maintenance to the camp. Like the camp um, um, sort of gives something to your team and then it can actually get sour if other things aren't cared for. So that 
that could be another clue um, into sort of the depth that this game might have. Um, you can also play games, um, and you can hear stories, okay? So um, there's going to be a lot of time to hang out and get to know the characters who are in your gang. Um, that'll be cool. Um, and so uh, bringing food and supplies to the camp raises morale. So we know that there's morale. So morale is going to play some sort of role, plus damage, plus stamina. We'll have to see. Um, so bringing food means that there's going to be hunting. So hunting and fishing are going to be in the game. Um, probably lots of tracking, right? So if you injure the animal um, but you don't kill it, you're going you're to be able to track it. That's, that They announced that in the second trailer. So that's, that'll be cool. Um, I've seen that. It's not like a totally new thing. Uh, we've seen games where Evolve had it. Um, that's where I saw it. And then, um, you know, this game that I'm playing called Scum has it. But I know that there's another game called Hunt or something that has it. Like, there's just th- these tracking games. Uh, and it's cool. I like that. I like that. I think it's fun in games. I'm just, I'm just noting that it's not totally brand new. But we'll have to see, like, the graphics and obviously all of that is going to make this hunting in Red Dead so awesome because the game is just going to look incredible, right? So if we're, if we're in like this lush, beautiful forest and we can hear all the animals and maybe the rain, this rain or something, I don't know, wind, but you can just hear just like the, the, the sound of the forest and you can see how great it looks and how lush it looks. And there's an animal, you see it through a couple bushes and you got to get this kill. So I wonder, you know, I wonder if hunger is going to be a thing, thirst is going to be a thing because they, they talk about eating in this game. They talk about you being able to decide what to eat. So is, I mean, that's probably going to have something to do with boosting, right? Because they, they did mention how cigarette smoking is going to enhance your stamina and your dead eye ability, but it's going to lower your health for that time while you're under the influence of nicotine. Um, so that's going to be interesting, guys. Uh, spending time with members um, is going to lead to unlocking secrets in the game, um, fun things to do, and mischief. So there's going to be basically what that sounds like to me is that getting to know your gang member is going to open up side quests, basically. So and depending on the character, those side quests will be unique, right, to that to that uh, gang member's personality. Um, But side quests are always great. They're like random tangent stories you know, um, and, and they're always really nice to sort of deflect from like the main story. It just kind of like eases pressure off the main story a little bit, especially if, you know, because you've got this game about whatever the story is going to be, right? Whatever it turns out to be, it's going to be this epic thing, right? But it would be nice to just have a story where, bam, hey, I'm, I'm helping someone like track down all of his chickens that just got out of his farm. Like that's not the most exciting thing, but I'm just saying like that, they always have that in Zelda games. You always have to collect the chickens in Zelda games. But I always like that mission. It's fun. It's just like kind of like carefree. You don't have to like think about it too much. You just go around. It's like a, it's easy, right? So anyways, um, or funny, like whatever the mischief is going to be, I'm looking forward to it because it, the mischief is going to be what's like the comedy sort of break to all of the like the intenseness that this game might have. Rockstar also talks about NPC interaction, right? Non-player controlled um, sort of characters in the world uh, that you're going to be interacting with, getting quests, hearing stories, whatever, buying things from. But there's a lot of um, interaction here, um, and it's like been stepped up quite a bit. So you can be a good um, Arthur Morgan or an evil Arthur Morgan. So there's good and evil in this game, and the actual world around you will respond to your actions, um, so this is cool. Like NPCs will remember things that you've done. Um, so, we, we, you know, they've only really hinted at this. So we'll have to actually experience this and see how this goes. So situations or confrontations can be escalated or diffused. You decide. You can also form friendships with people or make enemies. Um, and everything, just everything in this game has a consequence um, for good or evil. And that's going to be really fun. It's been, it, it'll be nice to see a game like that again where your choices actually matter. Um, I love that in the original Fallout 3, you could be an evil guy or a good guy and there were perks to both and you, would, you, you, know, you couldn't have everything. You had to decide what it was going to be that you were going to be. Um, I really, man, I miss that in Fallout. I miss that. They got to bring that back. I hope they bring that back in 76. Shooting and fighting have been improved 
to make combat deep and engaging at all times. Um, each weapon has its own unique personal characteristics and style and reload and recoil. So every weapon is going to have its own unique feel, its own unique look, and a lot of detail went into these weapons, apparently. Um, and you can see it in some of the videos, um, in some of the clips, uh, the detail. Uh, so, wow, like beautiful revolvers, beautiful rifles, like sick-ass looking guns. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm stoked. The bond with your horse changes with how you treat it. So this is going to be... Like, I feel like they're taking, like, the whole, like, Breath of the Wild sort of Zelda, not Zelda, but Link and his horse. Um, they're taking that, like, one step further. So similar to Breath of the Wild, right? Um, the better relationship you have with your horse, the better control and maneuverability you have with that horse. Well, that's also happening in Red Dead, but there's more to it than that. Um, you can also unlock actual abilities that your horse can do. Um, by treating it well, um, one of which is questionable, um, drifting. So you'll be able to drift with a horse. Um, I would like to see what that looks like. So we'll have to see, um, you know, how that, how you unlock that or how hard it'll get to, you know, how hard or how long it'll take to get there to unlock it, right? But there's different types of horses too, different breeds. So some will be better at different tasks, uh, such as towing. So I guess there will be some classic towing um, quests, um, just like the ones we loved in Grand Theft Auto V. Anyway, um, so and another way to sort of up the ante on um, the whole horse relationship um, is that you're going to be able to have gear and weapons and supplies and food sort of stored on this horse. Um, it's got like saddles and saddle bags and all kinds of stuff. You can just start, start tucking some things in there. So that's cool. You can carry your ammo, your maybe a, a gun or two, and you can carry food. So I guess food is going to play a role in this, right? Um, food or hunger has to play some sort of role in this. It would be interesting if they added, God, I hate to say it, some survival aspects to this game. Uh, I don't really want to pigeonhole it into survival, right? But... It's definitely something to think about. Um, it would, you know, just subtle touches of um, survival, I think, would make this game great, actually. I think that's that's what this game could, could use, all right? So, um, yeah, so that's the whole animal, the whole animal horse sort of bond um, angle. And that's going to be cool. I, I like that. I like, I think that uh, making, I liked that in Breath of the Wild when the, when the horse was sort of like, stuck to wherever you left it you know but you could always retrieve it from like um, a stable um, I really liked that uh, the importance of the horse and all that kind of thing I think that was really cool and I like that Red Dead's taking a, a, taking it a step further adding breeds uh, special abilities that you can unlock by taking care of it and uh, so you can, you can like basically interact with the horse you can you know uh, I guess comb its hair or whatever um, you could also interact with like dogs and other animals in the game too and I love animals in real life so I I hope that they they make the whole um, animal interactions fun I think that'd be great so let's talk about the ecosystem a little bit they announced a little bit more about that in the latest video and the ecosystem is going to be like your whole, I mean, that's what's crazy to even say, right? I'm sure a lot of games don't even mention that they have an ecosystem, um, but this game definitely does. And so what that means is there's prey, there's predators, and there's scavengers. So scavengers would be like vultures or birds sort of pecking or eating at carcasses of animals um so you got prey uh which would be i guess like you know things like i don't know what to what level this you know what variety we'll have in this game but sheep goats um you know prey i mean i don't know if cows will be considered prey in this game but anything like a rabbit you know anything small um little, little critter um, and then they've got predators. So this is this is what's cool. Um, they show a couple scenes of like wolves, like hunting down um, your character. Um, that seems like really cool. And mean, and I hate God, I hate to bring it up, but these guys must be huge fans of Breath of the Wild because in Breath of the Wild, you can take on a pack of wolves and they surround you and they have a strategy at trying to get you. They work together. Um, to get you um, it's not just one wolf at a time kind of thing so in this 
in the trailer they show the wolves sort of surrounding him so if they have some of that in this game like i love breath of the wild so if they if they sneak a little bit of that and you know they you know they they pepper this game with a little breath of the wild like i'm okay with that like i'm totally fine with that um especially because this game will have real fucking graphics um even though breath breath of the wild's graphics were beautiful um but you know in their own way so this is going to be the Rockstar sort of, you know, Red Dead graphics enhanced for the new generation of consoles. So I'm excited. I'm excited because, you know, you know they're going to go all out on graphics. So anyways, hunting, right? So uh, I mentioned this a little bit before. So hunting, um, it helps It helps the camp, right? Or you can earn money. So hunting can actually allow you to sell pelts um, or maybe even the meat. Um, I'm not 100% sure what parts of the animal can be sold, but definitely the skins um you can sell these at general stores you can get cash and then with this cash you can you can buy things from the general store um you can buy things from saloons so that'd be like alcohol maybe even some food um you can go to a gunsmith so you maybe can buy new weapons or maybe even upgrade your weapons if you could upgrade weapons that would be pretty cool i don't know what that would look like in the western times um but uh, would be interesting and and there's more so you can just spend you know your money on um like there'll probably be quests where you can use money to barter or help someone out of a situation whatever right so money is going to be a currency uh in this game and uh yeah so uh, hunting will will help with that storytelling and action are blended together um i think we've seen a lot of this from like the last of us and uncharted and tomb raider um, these games were really able to really draw you in on crazy moments, right? Um, but we've never seen those type of moments in an open world, like a large open world, right? So The Last of Us, Tomb Raider, Uncharted, arguably those are linear games. Those games, you're on a path, you're in an area, you can't just run off and just start doing side quests, right? Um, you have to follow that quest or that wherever you are in those games. You have to move forward, Okay. So it sounds like Rockstar is going to implement some of that cinematic gameplay, um, even something like what you've seen in like God of War as well, where you're playing and all of a sudden the shit just hits the fan, some, some gnarly boss just comes ripping through a wall and looks at you and raises his hammer, right? Like these big epic moments. So we're, we're going to see that in Red Dead. So you're going to be able to trigger these really sort of blended moments where you're just running along and all of a sudden you're in a cutscene or or you're you're witnessing something and now you're in it and not, you now you're hearing the story or whatever, right? You're like it it was just like a f- seamless. It wasn't like you looked at someone and held X and then finally a, a conversation popped up, right? Um so this is exciting. I I would love I mean they show they show bits of it in the in the trailer and it looks great and it looks really 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 great. So so um, anyway, so let's talk about more of what you can do, right? So some of these moments, um, these like action-filled moments in Red Dead could be heists. So you could be doing bank robberies, right? Uh, you could be robbing a train. So that sounds fun. I don't think there's ever been a game where you could do a train heist, like a proper train heist. Um, you could rob anyone, right? You can rob a store. You could uh, burgle a house, right? You could like break into someone's house and steal things. You can stop people who are on a coach, like a horse and a coach. Like, you know, I mean, there aren't cars, right? So you can't just like uh, pull people over and rob them. Like, so you're, you're robbing these people who are maybe traveling on the road. Um, so you can rob from them. Um, you could be a loan shark. So you could like, you know, ask for money for protection. Um, I'm really curious to see how some of this stuff goes. I mean, that that sounds like a ton of fun. Um, the whole burgle a house thing reminds me of Skyrim. And uh, so that's a really nice, familiar, um, you know, game mechanic to see in this game. Um, that's one of the funnest characters to play. And Skyrim is a sort of like an assassin thief. Uh, it's a great way to play the game and one of the reasons why is because you can just break into everything and steal everything so you don't have to like ask or earn the money for anything you just do it right so it's funny and it's fun um in the game not in real life um but anyways so burgling a house so yeah you're gonna be like a miniature thief slash assassin sort of western cowboy so that, that sounds fun yeah give me some splinter cell in in this red dead as you're playing, there will be bounty hunters, right? So if you want to go on this crime spree, you could actually become wanted. 
So the classic, classic wanted poster, right? So uh, bounty hunters will track you down and try and kill you. So you could be fighting those off, which I think would be fun. Uh, they just sort of spice things up, right? A random assassin is always sort of like around the corner from trying to kill you. It's kind of a cool idea. Um, and uh, Or you could be the bounty hunter and you could grab wanted posters and go after these sort of um, villains, which I can't wait for. I love those. Assassination missions are my favorite in Grand Theft Auto games and in Red Dead. That's my favorite. Get on a horse. Find this guy. He's hiding out in this little town. You know, ask around, get him, and they fucking kill him. Like, I love that. And you don't feel bad about it. You don't feel bad about killing that guy. He was an asshole, right? Um, he deserved it. He had it coming. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm, uh, as I go through all this information, I'm like getting really excited. I'm like imagining the amazing graphics, patting my horse, jumping on. I got a rifle tucked into the saddle. I got maybe some food and some, like some first aid and some supplies and like this dust and this blowing. And there's like a hay, uh, whatever you call it, just flying by on the road, you know, the dead bush. <laughs> and then I, you know, I, Ha! And then off I go on my horse. I'm gonna go kill somebody who committed some crimes. Just seems like a fun, fun time, fun night, a night in, fun night in. Um, anyways, let's keep going. There's more. There's a lot more. Uh, the Dead Eye system has been totally expanded. So this is one of the, my favorite, you know, features. Um, it's sort of, you know, so Rockstar made the Max Payne games, which, uh, you know, some people didn't like, but I thought they were cool. I love the story of Max Payne. I think it's great. Um, but in Max Payne, you had the the, the gameplay um, mechanic of the slow motion bullets and the slow like the slowing time right um and it was fun super fun it was like and it came out during that time when matrix was like really popular and so the matrix movie had those effects right where they were dodging bullets um so anyways max Payne had some of that and it was really fun uh and so the dead eye system works a lot like that and so you know you've got a certain amount of time though it's a timed moment so that as soon as you hit it your dead eye bar is draining and you can lock on the you can like select a bunch of targets and then release the dead eye and then bam 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 you shoot a guy like in every limb of his body in like a split second right um or you can use that moment to actually take things out in slow motion so i think that's where it's been expanded i think and previously you could only just mark targets and then release it and then he would act right kind of like in fallout and the vat system it felt very vat system but imagine the vat system in slow motion rather than stopping time completely and so anyways i believe now you can actually interact during the dead eye uh timer the dead eye system also now allows you to see vulnerabilities so you can see where maybe the character has um, an easier chance at like getting killed. I'm not really sure how that's going to work, um, but maybe there will be armored characters to some level, and you can see a vulnerability. Um, so we'll have to see how that works, right? Or maybe it just shows you where the hot spot is, like the heart and the head, and that's just always what's there. I'm not really sure, um, but anyways, maybe there will be like there will be times where seeing the vulnerability will be more important than just shooting him without without the um, the dead eye system on, right? So maybe it'll be one of those situations where you're like, man, why am I not killing this guy? And then you turn on the Deadeye system and you see there's a, there's a weak spot on him. So I don't know how that's going to work in this game, but it's definitely there. Customize everything that you're wearing, right? So we love that. It's pretty clear in every game that comes out that like character customization is a big deal. Um, if you don't have it, we're kind of we're kind of slightly annoyed, right? So in Blackout, when Blackout's beta happened the Battle Royale by Call of Duty, um, people weren't sure about, that was one thing that like was kind of up in the air, but, but because it was beta, it wasn't really harped on um, because we don't really know like if that's really, because we can imagine that for a beta, you wouldn't really want character customization. Like That's not really what's being used for, right? They're testing like crowd control, they're testing hacking, they're testing lag, they're testing um, all the game features, whatever. They're not worried about the character customization. That's easy shit. So anyways, uh, but basically what I'm saying is in Blackout uh, Battle Royale, you could only pick fully, uh, fully designed characters, not actually uh, pick and choose their head armor, their jacket, their pants, their boots, their, you know, whatever, accessories, right? Hairstyle. Like, you couldn't do any of that in the BR beta, 
So we're still kind of waiting to see if that's something that's going to be offered. And it would be nice, honestly. Uh, But it makes sense in some ways. It's simpler for a developer to not have to worry about all of that, right? It'd be nice to just have these cool-looking characters. Hey, look, this character looks awesome. And he looks awesome because you can't interchange items. This is like a really detailed character, and it has to look like this. But we're going to have a shit ton of them, guys. So don't worry. You'll have tons of options. Uh, So I don't know. And then maybe they'll do the thing, right? So like they'll, I don't know if they'll they'll go whole full-blown like, you know, Heroes of the Storm of League of Legends where they go, hey, this guy has now has like four different options for the same guy. And now he's a ninja. Now he's a chef. Now he's, you know, this a police officer. Like, I don't know. Like, I wonder if they'll go that route. Um, We'll just have to see. But uh, character customization will definitely be happening in Red Dead. You can also bathe in Red Dead or you can choose not to. You can become very stinky, uh, be a stinky man, or you could be a clean man. Um, And then apparently there's shaving as well. Um, So you could shave, I guess, your beard. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else. Your legs? Who knows? Um, I don't know how far the shaving thing is going to go in Red Dead, but they definitely show um, that there's an option to shave. So already we're seeing lots and lots of detail to this game. Um, Your hygiene you're you're shaving uh hunting food money buying things customizable guns and character um we're seeing uh enhanced dead eye system we're seeing enhanced combat to make that more exciting and deep we're seeing options with communication with npcs that could last for the rest of the game consequences right and we're seeing a whole really like really deep horse system where the horse is way more important than we ever thought. There's a camp system where you're managing a camp, supplying it, running, cleaning it, maintaining it, providing it with food, um, learning about your gang members so you can unlock secrets and more quests that are aside from the main journey. There's a lot of shit here. There's hunting, everything that comes with hunting. There's fishing, everything that goes with that. There's also poker playing. Um, all kinds of probably different types of poker games, not just Texas Hold'em, right? You can go into bars. You can do shootouts in the street, right? Um, there's And I've already mentioned the robbing the trains, the bank robberies, the robbing the stores, robbing people on the street, rob, robbing people's houses. Like you can just rob whatever you want, right? You can stick them up or you can kill them. There's going to be a ton of freedom in this game. I mean, and and if I'm going to get a great reaction from the NPCs, like a great role play reaction, you know, I'm going to be having a great time, you know. Um, so, man, this game is really, really, really exciting. They even talk about going to see like shows at a theater. You know, they talk, they even show boating. Um it's just so much here, guys. It's like, it's, I mean, here's the thing. It reminds me of Grand Theft Auto's like side quests and side missions, right? There was like tennis, there was like pool, there was like bowling. Um, you, you can get drinks at a bar, but it all felt kind of shallow. And none of it felt like it was like worth my time. Like the bowling never felt really rewarding. They just didn't develop it enough. Like maybe, and maybe there's more there that I just never realized. But it would have been nice to to have more there. I don't know. Maybe there's a a league you can join in a competition. You can actually win first place in a bowling league. Like had that been in Grand Theft Auto Four, like something like that, where you unlock a cool like you know you unlock a cool uh, new car that's like you know because someone who's a part of the league like lends it to you and he dies and so you get to keep his car but it's like a special car like come on like that's how you get people to like dive in head first into like side quests you give a really cool unique reward at the end people will do anything right and so um games that fall short are are like are like that they they just they added in this new thing but it's like why why would i play tennis in your game why i'm here to like rob cars can be the biggest like criminal in the city so why am i gonna go play tennis like you know what i mean unless there was a reason unless there was a guy who you needed to kill and the only way to get close to him was to win a bunch of tennis tournaments and you finally were able to like uh compete against this one guy who you had to assassinate and then you were gonna like somehow like (laughs) like deliver like like pull out a fake tennis ball that was like a grenade and you like you know you hit it over and it blows up in his face like 
that's way more interesting than just having a random tennis mini game, right? So what I'm saying is I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that Red Dead like gives some more meaning to their side games and their side quests. Like it's got to add up to either a really great, like a great story. It's got to add up to like a cool, unique in-game item or a costume or a, you know, whatever, man. I just, I just would like there to be more to their side and like little miniature games and stuff. You will be able to play this game in third person, which is how we've always seen Red Dead. But now you will also, just like Grand Theft Auto V, have the ability to switch from third person to first person um, seamlessly. I loved that. When Grand Theft Auto V announced first person mode, I was I freaked. I was just like, you're kidding me. Holy shit, right? That was for me that was huge cuz I've played all the Grand Theft Autos and when they announced that that was just like wow. And even when you play the game like I did find myself switching uh from third to first quite often, right? Like I didn't always want to be in first cuz driving a car in first was kind of annoying but it looked cool. Um and then, you know, shooting in first person worked really well when you're like aiming down the sight. Um but it was also nice to see like your guy just like unloading like an LMG onto a bunch of police cars. So seeing the gun rattle and all the bullets fly everywhere, like that's also nice too. So I don't, you know, I've, I I used both modes. I'm get what I'm trying to say is I never really stayed on one mainly. So I liked the ability to seamlessly switch at any given time. Um, that to me just eliminates any arguments about what is better and if it ruined the game or not. Well, you can just switch anytime you want bingo so i love that red dead's gonna get a little um little love little grand theft auto 5 love and they're gonna add that feature in awesome um there's also gonna be rival gangs and rival outlaws so this is also gonna be great so these you know i think that this is i mean hopefully we'll have something kind of like the uh god forgive me i'm forgetting the name but all these lord of the rings games shadow of mordor or whatever you know where you where you have this um the system, the stronghold system, where you're you're going after the generals, and you get up, you 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 know you, you kill this hierarchy of 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 evil guys, um, and they and then sometimes you have to you fight them again, and they want revenge, and these and these types of situations come up. So I'm wondering if we're gonna see a little seed of that in this game too, where there'll be gangs, but there'll be a hierarchy in the gang, and to get to the leader, you'll have to kill some of these other guys, right? And then somehow there'll be a connection to all of it and they'll know who you are when you see the next guy, you know, and it'll get real deep like that. And uh, I'm hoping for that. That would be wow, right? Wow. If we could get get a little bit of Shadow Mordor in there. Woo, that would be awesome. Let's talk about the multiplayer. All right. So this is going to be a huge addition to the game. Um, they're definitely not taking this lightly. And I, I'm very excited about that. I don't know if you uh, raise your hand if you've played the old Red Dead games. Oh, okay, we got a couple of people here. Um, and there was an online mode. There was an online mode, and I remember one time logging into that online mode, and this is what it was. It was literally just the entire game, just kind of like Grand Theft Auto Online. Actually, it was the the entire game map, which those games weren't as big as Grand Theft Auto Five, but there was that map, and then you just wandered around doing quests. I'm pretty sure. And I was very young and I didn't like really dig into it. And I'm sure had I dug into it, uh, I would have really liked it. But what I want to get to is I was definitely trolled. Like I definitely like there was a guy who was really well armed and he had a sniper. And every time I respawned, he would shoot me. And then he would know there was some sort of respawn rule, which allowed him to totally exploit me and just wait for me to spawn again. Like it's almost as if my respawn radius to wherever I died was it within range of his sniper rifle like every time so um that annoyed me and I never really went back I mean it, it's it's crazy how like quick moments like that can turn people off to an entire game mode um but that was the old one so anyways I'm sure this is gonna be this one's gonna be a lot different um but it's gonna be here and it's gonna be treated just like Grand Theft Auto V. And if you've been paying attention to Grand Theft Auto V, it's been getting updates to this day. One of the biggest updates just came out for it like a few months ago. The whole club update. Um, man, you know, I, I keep wanting to get into that game, but uh, it's just like the, without the shark shark, you know, cards, like it takes forever. And I don't know if I want to grind Grand Theft Auto, you know, to unlock 
their DLC. Like, I just can't do it. You either, well, I mean, you know, you could skip the line of grinding and just pay for a shark car, which is like five or ten bucks, and that would get you right. And that, that's almost like paying for the DLC. And it's kind of a funny, secret little way of like, you know, cu- shrouding that whole idea. Oh, the DLC is free. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, well if you just want if you want to start playing Grand Theft Auto 5 right now today, like after listening to this podcast, you go and download Grand Theft Auto um, 5, like you're not going to be able to do any DLC. It would take you at least a week, um, maybe a couple days if you've got a lot of spare time. You know, if you're spending like 5-hour sessions, 6-hour sessions uh, every day or even longer, yeah, you could probably unlock some DLC pretty quick. Um, that in that way. But imagine playing by yourself and doing that. If you've got a bunch of friends already playing, I'm sure they can even like just give you money, I'm pretty sure. But anyways, I, I'm excited to see Red Dead go in this direction. The one thing that I would like to see fixed, though, like 100%, is the matchmaking. The matchmaking in Grand Theft Auto V is horrible. It takes forever. It takes way too long. And then if someone... And there's like... I mean, mix the mat, the matchmaking and the loading screens and then someone losing connection or DCing and ruining the entire heist and then starting over. It, I've heard horror stories of like trying to get matches going, right? If you've got a group of friends that you can rely on and you're playing Grand Theft Auto heists, like you're fine. You're not going to catch all the, all the bullshit that other, you know, other people are catching like I did. So anyways... I'm hoping that the matchmaking is 100% better than Grand Theft Auto V's. I hope that they really, really look at that and make this game just like insanely fast and fun and you're in the action. There's no fucking loading screens. It's easy to jump on with friends. Um, everything that's going... I mean, I get it. Like, this stuff is compl- it's complex. And especially, you know, a rock star world isn't just this simple world that we're running around. It's a very complicated world. There's cars, there's people, right? I mean, and that's Grand Theft Auto, but, like, you know, I'm sure... You know, so in, in an interesting way, Red Dead is a simpler landscape in some ways and a more complicated in others, right? So now you've got, like, trees and leaves and streams and rivers and forests and deserts and swamps, um, you know, instead of just one dense city. Um, so... They've had a lot more variety to deal with, but at the same time, there are less buildings to enter, and that was one of my biggest pet, pet peeves about Grand Theft Auto V, was not being able to enter any of the buildings except for maybe 5% of them. Um, it really just made the city, it ruined the immersion for me. I should be able to walk into every building, um, even if it's empty, man, just let me go in there, like, you know, like, just... And with all these updates, they probably could have done that. I feel like that. They probably could have built the game in like out like that. They should have expanded the city like that um, instead of just putting out some of the DLC that they put out. You know, it would have been nice if they actually went back to their city and made it a real city that you could actually live in instead of having it like where it is now, where everyone just goes instanced into an apartment and everybody can live in that apartment. Like five hundred thousand people can live in that apartment. Um, because it's just an instance you just go you load in and you're out you're out of the the main world and you're in your own world um so it'd be cool if there were actual properties actual population right you had to lock your door when you left like to go on your mission for the day in red dead Uh, that's what i want to see man i want to see the next level shit right like step it up right and i'm pretty sure rockstar is going to do that rockstar is definitely going to step it up And, and thank god man because we've been getting a lot of shitty games right all these games coming out, I bet you some of these, uh, like, I bet you Rockstar looks at them and it's like, wow, when are we releasing ours? Because this is shit, right? Um, you know, with all the all of EA's bullshit, like, all the Battlefield Five crap, like, man, we're finally going to get a game that, like, just got treated the way it should have, like, all the way, and it's been a long time for Red Dead, and so they've had a lot of time to think about this, and they've already had time to make a million mistakes and fix them. They're ready to show this thing. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Red Dead Online will use the entire world that's in the game of Red Dead Redemption 2, okay? So whatever you see in single player is also going to be translated into the online mode, the whole thing, and apparently it's gigantic, Apparently, the people who have played this game so far have barely, have barely scratched the surface on how big the map is. You're going to be able to play in a party or solo. So we know there's going to be grouping up. We know there's going to be parties. So, man, I hope that they get that matchmaking down. Um, But I think it's going to be parties of four. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, We'll have to see what multiplayer, like what multiplayer offers. Like, okay, we're all here. 
we're all here in the Red Dead Redemption world. What's next, right? Um, they do they do talk about how the multiplayer combines, you know, the the cooperative gameplay and the narrative components in the open world. So the narrative components probably being like story driven things, and then you know, cooperative gameplay being more of just straight up what you do with your friends. So they've combined both of those ideas for Red Dead Online. Um, we'll just have to see how that goes, right? And like, what's the story here? Like, if there is survival, will, will I be going hunting with my friends? Will I be storing things, right? So like, in, in Red Dead Online, like, are we making a camp? What's that like? Can other people interfere with the camp? Is this going to be a lot like a survival game? Like, it's just sounding more and more like a survival game. Um, man, survival games... Once a AAA company gets its grip on a on a survival game, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to blow up like Battle Royale. Like I'm I'm pretty sure that's like the next big genre to like blow up. Like it hasn't really got like Scum is a group of like 16 develop developers and all all in one one company working on that game. So that's technically kind of small. Um, so. PUBG was independent, right? Fortnite had a small group, but both, but those two companies really took off because they had the only game that you can play in that genre that was that optimized as it was. It's arguable that PUBG is not optimized, but it still was enjoyable. It still was playable. You could still play it, right? And that was Battle Royale, and it was the only one that was very military. And then Fortnite went really crazy and wild and then added the whole building thing. So now you had two Battle Royales that were completely different different but that were both fairly optimized and became mainstream right and so now we're actually seeing a battle royale come out and that's the blackout mode now and then we're gonna see battlefields um battle royale those are gonna be the first two official official triple a big time money battle royale modes so in a weird way, we've sort of seen this insane like spike in Fortnite's popularity and we're like, oh my god, like Battle Royale needs to die. I actually think it's like just getting started because there are other games that are going to start changing the way we play Battle Royale. And that's the next thing is just altering, slightly altering Battle Royale. You've got League of Legends inspired MOBA Battle Royales. Uh, it's called uh, Battle Right, whatever, where you're literally playing the game as you would play Dota 2 or League of Legends, but it's a Battle Royale. It's last person standing. and so it's But it's played in a MOBA style. That's gonna. That's already doing really well, right? There's another battle royale. It's like the title of it is, uh, man, I can't think of it right now. I think it's still in early access, but it's free to play. And you're you're basically, uh, it's all snowy peaks and mountains, and you can snowboard, and you can like do, you can go off jumps and everything, but you can glide too. So as soon as you get any height or air, you can just open up a glider and glide around the the, uh, the map. But the idea of it is that you're there's only four spots left. And a helicopter that comes like, you know, right at the end of the match, a helicopter comes down and drops a little ladder. It's a good sized ladder, meaning you can get shot down from the ladder. It only has four seats, okay? And so everyone so there's so instead of there being one winner, there's four survivors. And it's like the idea is that you're trying to you're basically trying to kill everyone off so that you can survive. This avalanche is pretty much going to take over the entire mountain or the city. So everyone's going to die from this avalanche except for four people. That's all the room they have to, 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 to pick up survivors. And so that's the idea of their battle royale. And it is it works. It's interesting. It, it's just, just a small little twist. And it's in the snow and there's gliders and there's actual snowboarding and skiing. So... You combine all that, and now you have this like fresh battle royale, right? So, anyways, what I'm trying to say is, we may feel like we're already kind of fatigued on battle royale just because like we've been like shown Fortnite to our to like I mean Fortnite's just gone way too far that we're just going crazy on that. But in reality, it could be the battle royale games are just getting started. We're just getting fucking started with battle royale games, um, and which leads me to my to the point that I was trying to make which is that survival games are probably the next big, big thing, like, in, in, you know, in combination with everything else that's big. But I think that survival is still sort of a niche because for the same example, you've got Ark, which is not a huge company who made that. Um, you've got all, like, Rust. that's also, like, this, like, really janky kind of sort of open-world survival, right? Um, 
and you've got this game Scum, which is like trying to pull itself together. It's a great, great game that has so much potential, but it just doesn't have the huge team behind it, right? And you've got Day Z, which was this game that never finished six years of development, and it's still shit, right? But people loved the idea of it. They loved the concept. They loved being on this huge island, working together, creating their own factions, creating their own organic PvP, creating their own cities and capitals, and having their own housing, and uh, protecting each other's gear from the other cities, and it, like these games have so much potential, but they just haven't been caught on yet by the big AAA. So is Red Dead Redemption 2 going to sprinkle just a little bit of survival into their game? It would be interesting for them to do that, especially with Fallout 76 coming out, which is a high-profile AAA survival game. This is the first game, I think, that we're going to see a true, like, fully-budgeted survival game. Whether or not they actually make it hard to play or easy to play, we'll have to see. So yeah, there's a chance they could ruin survival by making it too easy for everyone. Um, Or there's a chance that they could actually release one of the best survival games to this day, right? That sort of raises the bar and inspires other companies to make better survival games. We'll have to see if Red Dead Redemption 2 has a little, just a little bit of survival in there. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Okay, so what's the biggest difference between Grand Theft Auto Online and Red Dead Online, right? What's the biggest difference between these two? And I think the biggest difference, according to Rockstar, is going to be the pace, the slower pace, right? In Grand Theft Auto, you're in jets, airplanes, helicopters, you're driving in sports cars, just ripping ripping through the streets, running over people, and crashing into cars, right? So in Red Dead, that can't happen, right? So you're going to be on horseback, you're going to be on a coach, you're going to be walking or running, um, right? So the pace is so much slower. So that must have been one of the trickiest things, right? Because as gamers, we're just like, what next, what next, what next, what next, right? We're like ADD. And so this game, because it recognizes its slower pace, is going to have what it needs to sort of, you know, cure our ADD needs while we're playing this game. Well, I'm hoping, right? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that like there's more to see, more to look at, more to interact with, um, more to pay attention to. Hopefully, this open world that they built for us really, really draws us in. Um, there's a funny article that came out like a month ago or so where some... I guess some game game uh, GameStop employees fell asleep during like the first hour because it was just so peaceful and like beautiful, and then you're just kind of strolling through, looking at the wilderness. So like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like that kind of made me nervous. But they also were saying they had a long week, and it just might have been the wrong time for them to play a game where you really need to pay attention, right? Um, so so don't play this game half asleep and exhausted, which is pretty much half the world. But um, you know, it might put you to sleep. Each NPC in the game has its own unique personality, character, and voice. So this is great. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever played a game where you go up to a character and he has the same voice as the character you were just talking to or one that you had talked to recently. And it's like, oh, God. Okay, whatever. You had the same guy read all the lines. Gotcha. In Red Dead Redemption 2, they hired over 1,000 actors and each actor had to come up with its own personality and character, right, um, for the for the whoever they were playing as. And so um, that's really exciting because basically every single interaction in this game will 100% be unique. Um, that is incredible. That's uh, bravo to Rockstar for that. The one downside, arguably, is that the game requires a hundred gigs of space. Actually, just a little bit more than 100, over 100. And so a lot of people are a little upset about that. You're going to have to make room uh, for Red Dead. Come in through, make room for me. Um, But like, you know, obviously this game is fucking gigantic. And it's like, it's funny because you could be upset about the 100 gigs because arguably that's, yeah, that's a lot of space, especially on a computer hard drive. Um, or any external hard drive, hundred over a hundred gigs, holy shit! 
that's going to take a long time to download. Like, that's just going to be annoying. But it definitely says something, doesn't it? It's like, what if Red Denver Dem- like, what if Rockstar was like, this is gonna, this is gonna be a game changer, guys. This is gonna be a game changer. All right, prepare your PS4s. It is forty gigs. <laughs> be like, okay, that's that's a good amount of gigs. But is it good? Is that enough gigs for a game changer? <laughs> right? Like, and so when when they're like, oh yeah, a hundred and hundred whatever, it's like, whoa, whoa, hey. Easy on the gigs, buddies. I gotta make room for that. And it's like, eh? Well, that's what happens when you download the biggest game ever, right? And so we're just gonna have to see uh, how big. I mean, it, I mean, I'm sure as soon as you start playing this game, you're gonna be like, 100 gigs is fine with me. Um, but anyways, you know, with the thousand actors of voice acting and each each character having its lists of of, of voice acting and then and then you could go in good or evil directions with them and so they have that whole like you know that whole spreadsheet of voice acting that you'll never even hear because you went a different direction with like the way you reacted um wow so yeah there's a lot of a lot of memory a lot of shit to download i'm i'm sure of it and i'm, I'm totally fine okay guys so i october 26th that's coming up that's like in a couple weeks okay um, I believe there's a pre-order bonus. So look, if you know you're gonna get this game, if you, if there's even just the slightest, like, if you if you just kind of know you're gonna get this game, like in the back of your head, you're like, I don't I don't pre-order games, man. This one you might. This one you might want it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and get that that the bonus. The pre-order bonus, if you're wondering, is a war horse, and uh, I don't know how to pronounce pronounce this, but Ardenes. An Ardenese warhorse with greater courage and stamina than the average steed. Okay, so you automatically get like a badass horse, which you're going to be using the entire game. Jesus Christ, that seems pretty important. Um, you also get the Outlaw Survival Kit, containing contains a collection of key supplies, including items to replenish health, dead eye, and more. So the outlaw, the outlaw sur- survival kit, disposable shit to keep you badass, keep you going. But see, I don't lose health. Okay, I don't get hit. I don't get shot because I'm fucking sick, dude. I'm fucking awesome. I don't need that shit. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right. Also, there's more. There's more because Rockstar just really, really wants you to give them your money. Cash bonus for Red Dead Redemption Two Story Mode. So you get more money to spend um, in the story mode. I wonder what that'll be like. I wonder if that'll actually be fun to just spend random money in the game. Um, Treasure map gives you a head start on the hunt for hidden riches. Uh, Oh, but you needed to pre-order that by uh, July 31st to have received that. But you know what? Fuck that. That treasure map is going to be available to the entire motherfucking world. You know where? It's called YouTube. Um... Bonus GTA money. Whoa. Look at this. Immediate download that contains in-game currency for Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, Here's the breakdown on how much GTA money you get for each edition. The standard edition, $500,000. Special edition, $1 million. And the ultimate edition is $2 million. So there is something interesting I read about... um, rockstar and how they want to release like their dlc um so check this out one of the questions that's out there in the world is will grand theft auto online die right like what what happens to grand theft auto online there's so much so much has gone into it um now that red dead's coming out like is rockstar just going to shift gears the answer to that is no so the answer is that rockstar wants and plans to release more more content for Grand Theft Auto Online, okay? And they want to offset the DLCs for Red Dead Online and Grand Theft Auto Online, meaning they actually want you to go back and forth, Grand Theft Auto to Red Dead, the Grand Theft Auto to Red Dead. Just like as the content rolls out, you're sort of jumping back and forth into each game, um, never really leaving the other fully, fully behind. That sounds interesting. Um, so I'm not so crazy about the bonus GTA money, but let me tell you something. 
I have GTA 5. I have an online character on the PlayStation 4. So this is not the worst situation for someone who plays Rockstar games and has been playing them and wants to get the next edition in Rockstar games but not stop playing the other ones that they love. So Rockstar is, man, they're, uh, they're, they're on a roll now. Once you got Red Dead Online cranking in the cash and Grand Theft Auto Online, what's next? What are they going to do? What are they going to do next, man? Shit. Is it going to be like Grand Theft Auto World? Like, what's what's next, right? Like, it's got to be a new Grand Theft Auto. We got to see a new Grand Theft Auto. I loved 5. 5 was so good. All right, guys. Um, that's it for this episode. This episode was just Red Dead Redemption. That's it, man. That's it. Um, I'll take just a very small little break here. Ugh, and uh, I'll be right back. So are you excited? Are you excited for Red Dead like I am? Uh, Red Dead 2? Oh, man. It's been it's been too long. It's been too long since we've seen another edition here. Um, by the way, don't forget, like Red Dead Redemption released um, the Nightmare Mode, which was a zombie mode. Um, so they are very well aware of the zombie fun that people can have. And so I wonder if... We will see some Red Dead 2 nightmare modes. Like, oh my god, if I could do co-op play with some friends in a zombie-filled western. Please, please, please sign me up. Take my money. Take all my money, Rockstar. Just take it. Take it, take it, take it. Um, so anyways, guys, you know, I'm sure like they, they plan this game to like go on for the years to come, right? So uh, just like Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead Online is going to have the same love. It's going to just, they're just going to keep adding shit. They're going to give you, they're going to, man, they're going to make those shark cards so sweet. Um, they're going to get us to buy every shark card that they've got. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you know what? It must be said. Gaming is expensive. To be a gamer that's constantly playing and staying up with what's new, that is not cheap. That is now an expensive hobby. Being a gamer is an expensive hobby. I don't care what anyone says. It is not cheap, okay? So you cannot just, you got to make money. got to have a job. You got to work hard because the shit that you spend, your all the money we spend on games is insane. Anyways, but um, I, I, had a, I had a friend that I used to work with. He was so funny. He always would say, always would say, he's like, I don't give a shit. I'll spend, I'll spend all my money on my games. He's like, <laughs> I work hard for this money. I'm going to spend it on games, and that's fine. And uh, and he and he he owned it, and I I think that's totally great. I think that we definitely live in a time where that's totally fine and okay. Honestly, um, people spend money on the dumbest shit. So uh, you know, um, you could literally spend thirty dollars on a pizza, um, or you could spend like you know twenty dollars on Grand Theft Auto Online right now on PC. I don't know if that's the price um, <clears throat> for console, but I know. I mean, could you can you believe that, right? $30 for a pizza that you eat and shit out within eight hours or Grand Theft Auto Online for $10 cheaper, which you could play and play and play and play and play and play. Oh, my God. But anyways, that wasn't a great example of games being expensive. <laughs> but that's just another example of the dumb shit we spend our money on in comparison to what we could be spending on. So so when someone does spend money on gaming, it's not the worst thing in the world, right? Because someone probably bought um, a 30-pack of Paps beer um, somewhere out there and it costs more than your copy of grand theft auto 5 so don't feel bad don't feel bad but definitely know that it is it is an expensive hobby all right guys my name is chris pounders i've been your host of the gamer mania podcast um i hope you enjoyed it this week i hope you're pumped uh feel free to pre-order red dead if you don't that's fine um and uh i hope you guys have a great week uh get your gaming in yes i'm still stuck on scum i'm still playing on the role-playing server it has not changed 
Um, it's just I'm consumed in the community and getting on and seeing the same friends and playing this really not done empty game that's a survival game. <laughs> it's so not done and like we're all like we're we all on this role playing server are like losing our minds because we want to play this game but it's just not done. And so like every week we inch inch closer to there being more content um but we're waiting on cars and we're waiting on base fortification but man once that comes in the game will feel good again but yeah man i'm about i'm going crazy i don't know if i, if I can play that game any longer this just it's just not done it's early access anyways guys all right i will see you next week i think next week um i'm pretty sure not 100 sure but i think I think I'm going to talk about Fallout 76. I'm ready to dig into that now and see what's around the corner. I know they've been talking about betas coming out. I know they've been talking about some more information about what will be featured in the game. And so um, I'm excited. So anyways, guys, have a great week. See you next time.